the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a, a village, ten lepers approached him, keeping their distance. They called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Gracious God, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts, be acceptable in your sight and be helpful and fruitful for our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. So ten lepers cry out from a distance, Lord, have mercy, Kyrie eleison. They cry out from a distance because their condition has left them isolated and separated from the community I'm reminded when I hear their cry about how we approach God. Even right in our liturgy, we begin with an order of confession and forgiveness. And then we hear a greeting that names the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and reminds us of our baptism. And then we go back to Kyrie eleison. That's the way we approach God just like those lepers did, from a distance. And I'm also cognizant of how often we are sometimes outside, that there isn't a place for us, or it doesn't seem like there's a place for us, just like for those lepers, that our experiences in life, it's amazing, as I mentioned to the kids, have you ever felt left out? And boom, they all know already what it is to be left out. By the way, on a side note, kind of a footnote, I hope when you come to worship on Sunday morning, you always remember that this is not your time for social time with your friends. Sure, do that, have some of that, but I hope you remember that it might just be your opportunity to look across the narthex and see the person that's feeling left out and no one's talking to. You might save their life. You might have the opportunity to do that right here this morning. Just that was a footnote. Anyway, so, um, whether it's, I mean, I can remember those times, and I was fortunate to be somewhat decent at athletics, when you'd have two captains, and you'd pick out the teams. Everybody would line up, and there'd be the two captains, and they'd start picking their team, you know. Fortunately, not very often was I the last person picked, but I always used to just hurt for that person that was the, okay, yeah. Or maybe even not be picked. 
or be picked because you have to pick them. Wow, what a painful thing that is. Sometimes we have injuries that kind of cut us off and keep us from doing what we want to do. Maybe we're not a part of the team here because we get hurt or something like that happens. I remember what that felt like. Sometimes there's something about us that doesn't fit the norm that makes us feel separate on the outside looking in. I talked to, as we were talking about this text and this experience um, this week, I talked to a woman who's a senior citizen now, but she said very clearly, and it just broke my heart, that she grew up always knowing that the only reason she was brought into this world was to try and keep her dad in the marriage of her mom and dad. And when that didn't happen, her mom never treated her like she was special, never treated her like she counted. And I said, this was really talked about? She said, yeah, it was clear. Wow, what a painful thing to be on the outside looking in. It reminded me of an address that C.S. Lewis gave called The Weight of Glory. And in the midst of that address, he talks about it this way, and his language is so good, I just want you to hear it the way he said it. We walk every day on the razor edge between these two incredible possibilities, being left out or included. Apparently then, our lifelong nostalgia, our longing to be reunited with something in the universe from which we now feel cut off, to be on the inside of some door which we have always seen from the outside, is no mere neurotic fancy, but the truest index of our real situation. And to be at last summoned inside would be both glory and honor beyond all our merits and also the healing of that old ache. Oh, what we do to try and heal this old ache of being on the outside. Sometimes we try and break our way in, don't we? We try and do all kinds of stuff in the old world of the law and obedience. We try and do all the right things and make sure we don't mess up. And that way we'd be accepted and we'd be a part of things. That's what the church used to tell everybody and still does. The way to be a part is to do all the right stuff. Didn't work so well for Luther. to do or achieve, but then sometimes we might try and break our way in and make our way in by conforming to the status quo or rebelling against the status quo and being a part of the group that rebels. (laughs) Maybe we do it by trying to be liked and helpful, but there's all kinds of ways that we try and break our way in. So we with the lepers stand far off at a distance and cry out, Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. And, and then it happens. Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priests. And I think it's amazing and wonderful that all ten took off to the priests. They weren't healed yet, but they took off. They did what Jesus said, and on their way they are, they are, they are cleansed. That's what the text says. They are healed. They are cleansed from their condition. And the reason Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest, because in Levitical code, if you were healed, the priest would verify that, and then you could be re-entered into the community. 
So they go. We've gathered to hear his word, and he's kind of saying to us, go, go forth. And our going, we are cleansed from whatever it is that would separate us from being a part of his flock, his community, his beloved. You might say, oh, but this about me, or that about me, or this about me. And in the truth of the gospel is that that's taken care of. In your baptism, you're clothed with Christ, you're united with Christ, you're infused with Christ. Christ has given to you, and so all of his righteousness is yours. And so, listen, whatever you think keeps you from being here, Jesus will take you in. And he has taken you in. But you know, we just might have missed the smallest and the best detail of this story. You remember when the lepers were far off? They cry out, Jesus, have mercy on us. And what happens? Jesus sees them. Let's not skip over that. He sees them. Listen, when you come here today, he sees you. And the work of the cross and resurrection to forgive you of all your sins and all your striving, to bring you in, to heal you, to make a place for you, Jesus sees you in all the ways you've been left out, and he takes you in. But then there's that one aspect of the story, isn't there? (laughs) One of the lepers is so overtaken with gratitude and joy that he said, I'm not going to the priest yet. (laughs) I'm going back to Jesus. And he runs back to Jesus And Jesus says, wow, what what happened to the others? Was it just this foreigner? Oh, now that's a powerful detail in the story. In fact, Jesus is up on the border between Samaria and Judea, um, or Galilee, excuse me. So so the Samaritans, you remember, I won't go into lots of, they were the outcasts. They were the folks that the Jewish people thought had perverted the faith. They were, there was no place for them. They were the worst. They were in worse than Gentiles. And so this foreigner, this Samaritan, comes running back. Why? I think about what Jesus said um, when he was dealing with Peter. And he said, oh, Peter, the one who's forgiven loves little. But the one, one who's forgiven little loves little, but the one who is forgiven much loves much. I think this foreigner, not only isolated from his disease, but also isolated from the sense of who he is, just can't help. But, I mean, just get out of my way. I'm going back to Jesus to give thanks. Isn't that what we do? Do you think about waking up on Sunday morning like that? The fact that you've been included by his grace, that you matter, that you count, that you just, you want to get up, I'm going to go thank Jesus. Isn't it interesting that this supper is called the Eucharist? You know what that means in Greek? Somebody. Thanksgiving. That's what Eucharist, Eucharisto in Greek, it means Thanksgiving. We come back because we're giving thanks that he's included us. And in this meal, he just, another way, he just takes us in. But oh, doesn't, you know, I just want you to hear this good news today. But guess what? Doesn't this have to take flesh somehow? How does it become real for you? How does it come real for other people? It has to get real.
How does that happen? Usually it happens through people. People walking across the narthex or the foyer to talk to someone. That person I mentioned earlier who grew up not feeling counted, not feeling like they mattered from their mom, who made it all really overtly clear that I never really wanted you. I said, well, how did you get through? And she said, my grandpa. You see, somebody has to come across and bring in. I think about Lutheran refugee services and about those one or two percent of people in all the refugee camps throughout the world and now that are even worse with all that's going on in Syria and, and all the, the, the decisions of many people in many places. People are suffering, just dying, and they're dying to get into the, this country. And I think about the stories of immigrants who have been included and brought in and how thankful they are. Man, they appreciate this place so much more than we who have been here all our lives. Oh, it has to take flesh somehow, and it usually happens from somebody from some person having been brought in, I hope you'll be looking for an opportunity to bring others in, to break that barrier and connect more to Christ. Amen. to sing our hymn of the day. I just want to mention those who are um, affirming their faith today.